Is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the Golden Good Awards. Welcome. Welcome to the Golden Good Awards. The first annual, first ever. And you heard it here first. This is soon to be the most prestigious award that a movie can get. Yeah. I'd say in the next six months, this will be the most prestigious award that a movie can get. In the next six months. So, yeah, I'm like gonna, I'm dead gonna mani- in the middle of the, the award cycle. Like yeah, I'm going <laughs> to manifest it. <coughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, the first ever Golden Good Awards, where we are going to decide what movies matter and which ones don't. Mm-hmm. Um, the careers of every person involved in these films is dependent on <laughs> the results of this, of right. this award show. Because... If if a movie doesn't receive one of these awards today, it didn't matter. Uh, we didn't need to review it. Like it just didn't. It didn't, didn't matter, matter at all. And if it gets a the bronze bad, then it not matters. only not only should it not matter. No, it matters. Well, it matters, but it matters for the wrong reasons. And you'll go down in history as what not to do in filmmaking. <clears throat> and if you get the going good. Mm-hmm. then you matter more than anybody else. Anyone right? and everyone. Yeah, Isn't that that's how it works? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, which I'm not sure why you'd listen to this if you don't know the show, but I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, <coughs> Zach Olson. And this is the But Is It Good podcast. We talk about um, movies. Talk about movies and uh, stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes, every now and then. And this is the first ever Golden Good Awards uh, mm-hmm. Something that I think we're going to try and do each year. Um, so, real quick, any sort of housekeeping, Zach? How are you? I'm good. I'm ready to review some movies again. Yeah, uh, but like in short form. In short form. Yeah. Um, did you have a good how Christmas? Are you? I'm good. I'm good. I had a, I had a good Christmas. Yeah, good. I spent time with family. Yep. I I put in my two weeks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to a new job. So exciting. Yeah. How's your chin? Christmas present for them. My chin's okay. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, I, we yeah we we talked about that on yeah. our yeah. It was fresh yeah. the day of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tealing I'm good. Good. I'm good as well. Had a good Christmas. Um, ready for the new year. Going to a wedding tonight. <coughs> Everyone, everyone's getting married. Like you go to so many weddings. I do go to a lot of weddings. So Although, many. when when you get married, please don't pick like the day before New Year's Eve. Like, don't do that. I was actually going to schedule all the events so that they're extremely inconvenient for you. So, like, <laughs> the the bachelor's party is going to be... Well, hold on. Um, I would imagine that I'd plan that because I'm going to be your best man, right? I'm going to yeah, be your best man. Yeah, but I'm telling you what I'm telling you what day it's going to be. <laughs> okay. Anyways, something's going to be on your birthday, and then the wedding <laughs> itself is going to be on Hollis's birthday. So, wait, um, the, the, the wedding's going to be on the 4th, and then you're going to have an event for the wedding after... Yeah, it'll be the the after party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. I love it. Uh, well, good. Um, okay, cool. So before we get into it, last thing, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Um, and that's kind of it. Just you know, follow us, do whatever, all that stuff, and listen to an actual episode. We have episodes about these movies. Um, we're over a hundred. And on that note, right. yep, over a hundred. On that note, uh, 
the qualification. What does what does it take for a film to be qualified for a Golden Good Award? Uh, well, there's only two criteria. One, it has to have mattered one way or the other, either so good or so bad, um, mm-hmm. or so okay that it that it mattered somehow, because we have an award for that. And then the only actual requirements is that we have to have done an episode about the film. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Is this news to you? Uh, so it's not so much that the movie had to have been released this year or anything like that. A lot of these were. But the biggest criteria yeah. is that we have, ha- we, we have to have uh, done an episode on the movie this year. So we have a couple nominees that are from like Late last year, we have some oldies that are from, you know, years and years ago. Um, and so, yeah, those, that's the only actual requirement. So that being said, we'll give you a quick rundown of the show. We have six categories, um, mm-hmm. four to six nominees in each. Uh, the, well, I'll go in reverse order. So we'll go in the order in which we will do the awards. The first category is going to be a category called the Golden Oldie, which is going to be like the best quote-unquote old film that we did this year. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really pick a certain like time frame. Like it has to be older than so many years, but they're all pretty old. Maybe 20 years, 30 years, whatever. And then we're going to move to the Super Spooky. so scariest film that we reviewed this year. Um, and then we go to the Which Universe Is This Award, which is the best or most tolerable comic book movie uh, of the f- of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we go to the Bronze Bad, which is the worst movie that we review this year. And man, that one's got some yep. contenders. And then we have the Silver Sure Why Not, which is the most <coughs> okay movie that we did this year. Mm-hmm. And then we have the prestigious and coveted Golden Good Award, which is the best film that we reviewed this year. Um, and we're going to have two... Sort of four, but mainly two. At the end, at, at, when it's all said and done, we'll have two kind of awards. We'll have the, the, the but it's a good uh, selection, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we also have fan voting, listener voting going on currently uh, online. That will, that, will, and that will end at the time of each category's unveiling. So like in the next f- few 15, minutes, yes. um, 20 minutes. And then if me and Zach have a difference of opinion, we shall debate it to the death. Yeah. Live, so live I, on air. I have, I have my <coughs> knives ready, and I'm yep. ready. Cool. Good deal. I, I have a pitchfork. Well, your, can, pitch, your pitchfork is not going to be effective against my 97 knives that I have. Oh, that's a lot of knives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any last words? Shall we begin the... The awards? Can I can can I just take a short look back at films that <clears throat> were good, bad, or in between that didn't make it to the nominations? Yeah, like sure. Weren't, weren't nominated because it's been a long year, Hunter. It has been a um, long year. We started off with Licorice Pizza, so which wait, I thought wait, was is a this is this like the honorable mentions? Is this what this? Yeah, is? honorable mentions. I just I'm just going through the year, and and I want to point out movies that you know. Probably could have been nominated. It, it, it gets difficult, right? Because it does there, get difficult, there's yes. so many good uh, mid <laughs> and bad movies that we watch <laughs> every year. 
so we started the year off with Licorice Pizza, which I thought was great until yep. we saw, you know, other films. <laughs> yeah. Power the, Power the Dog, which you really liked. I, I really loved. Don't Look Up was kind of a dumpster fire. Right. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed Belfast. I, you know, I really enjoyed the whole Oscar series. Coda, I really Me too. enjoyed. King Richard yeah. really enjoyed. Like, I wanted to find a way for Belfast to get into the yeah. Golden Good recommendations. That being yeah. said, it wouldn't have been my choice. So, you know. Yeah. Um, then we have the Batman, which ha- has uh, has a nomination, and the was fantastic. was actually was actually in my running for the Golden Good mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. you so rudely struck it down. Well, because <laughs> you know how I feel. Like a, a yeah, superhero movie, it, it'd it. be very difficult for it to eclipse. Other we film. had we had Morbius, we had Fantastic it's, Beasts. Morbius is nominated for something, though. It is Just Fantastic Beasts, the first mid. two. Uh, you know, I I almost had the unbearable weight of mass of talent in there. That that was yeah. a fun movie. That was a fun one. Um, we had to choose between the Northman and the Lighthouse. Um, that was tough. That, that that was tough for. I mean, can I can I give my rationale of why yeah, I chose the yeah, Northman over the white, the light? The, I almost said the White House. I didn't know what to expect going into the Northman, mm-hmm. and I was blown away in the theater. It was also a movie that I saw like my showtime was like eleven thirty or something crazy yeah. like that, and so it was just like I don't know. It blew me away when I sat down to watch the Lighthouse. I had an expectation set, and it exceeded that but it didn't blow me away in the way that the northman did so yeah that's I got that you. was my rationale i got you um let's see oh you know i i actually almost put jurassic world dominion for um bad bronze bad um could could have made it could have sure. made it i almost put ghostbusters uh afterlife for the silver sure why not because it was yeah. just like all right yeah, this was yeah uh, i was thinking see. about I was thinking about this morning. I woke up. This is the first thing I thought this morning. I thought, is Prey a scary movie? Like because it's 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 a oh yeah, Prey is so good. Prey was awesome because it's a prequel to uh, Predator, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would call it scary. Okay, well then we did the right thing. But I was thinking, yes. if it's a scary movie, it should have been in that category. Yeah, because Prey was a phenomenal. Prey was honestly. awesome. Uh, there are actually a lot of films that I. That looking back were really great. Like Nope, I kind of wanted to find a way to put Nope in there because I love the Nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drive Drive was almost a golden oldie for me, but I'm not sure if it's old enough. No, uh, no. Um, but Drive is a good one. There was some. We, we, this was a good year, and I, you know, I wanted to find a way to put Moon Age Daydream, but it's a documentary. It's tricky. Right. Um, but we had, you know, the menu was. And like Avatar was, was I really enjoyed it, but I don't know if mm-hmm. it it was too good to be in the silver category, but not quite a golden good. Right? Yeah, you, you know? put it in one of the categories. And I, I actually, was like, I no, think I, I don't really I think agree I with I that. Did, I think I did put it in silver just because I kind of wanted to get it in there, but then I thought that that's actually yeah. kind of an insult. That you know, I I agree with 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 with, with your uh, note on it. We had a good year, man. This was a really really fun year to. So oh, it was a oh, fun films, year. the films, and next year's only going to get better. Yep, yep, yep. Um, well, there you go. There are I, some honorable mentions. What got, I got think, I know. I mean, it's clear to anyone listening that you know we're <laughs> this is we're we're always in process here at Biig Productions, yes. right? Yes. I think for a movie to qualify for the Golden Oldie, it needs to be at least 
15 years old. Okay. Which drive would not qualify for. 15 years? I, and I think, I think that's, it might need to be 20. Yeah, about to say 15 years is not even really that long ago. You think 20 would be? Uh, Maybe a sub, like a, a round, solid 20, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, 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 that works. That, that feels good. It does um, feel good. Feels good. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a good ache. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, on the note of a good ache, do we want to move on to? Let's do it. Can you give me some more, some more of that fancy music? Presenting now the Golden Oldie Award, the best old film of the year. I wish we were recording like video of me. <laughs> I could use my phone. Here, I just said uh, take it. <laughs> you were gonna say something before I cut you off. What were you gonna say? I said it's the golden oldie. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying prior to you singing the song, you were about to say oh, something. I, it's I just, gone. I just said sing some music. <laughs> it's gone, Quick. Hunter. Okay, cool. All right, so the, the golden oldie. Mm-hmm. Uh and shout out, this was actually recommended to us by our good friend Ethan. He's been on the podcast a few times. He recommended Shout having out. having a uh, category. Uh, actually, and he actually, I think he he named it. I'll check back on Instagram, but I'm pretty sure he he named it. He, he, you told me he did. And quite honestly, two of the movies that are on this list, we we reviewed with Ethan. That is true, right? He was it with him? Was he the on the th- was he on the thing? I yeah, because we he was. we did You're the right. same so in right. your. So uh, right. We didn't do it in your bedroom. We did it like in the the. You're so right in that at the at the long table or whatever. Little like breakfast he, he, room or whatever. He had on the John Carpenter hat. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. All right, cool. So here we go. Zach, do you want to do the honors, or do you want me to do the honors? And the nominees for the Golden Oldie are. Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> Wait for the nominees. Yeah, don't they usually like build suspense? I think there's music. There's music that's like, oh, 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 okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to list off the movies, and I want you to give like a little snippet, like a quote (laughs) or something. You know how they give like a little, they give a little clip when they're doing the awards. Gotcha. Do I need to like reenact part of the movie? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, but okay, cool. Well, you're going to, because. We'll we'll do, we'll do uh, movie in 10 seconds. Okay, okay. And the nominees are John Carpenter's The Thing. They're in the, in the Arctic and a shape-shifting monster comes to town and wreaks havoc. Are they monsters or are they people? Oh, who, know, who knows? Perfect. That's perfect. All right. John McTiernan's Predator. Oh, Arnold's there. He's going to go mess some stuff up in the jungle with, with his friend, Butch, and what's his name? What's, what's, what's the guy's name? Is it Duke? It's not Duke. That's from Glass Onion. And there's an alien who's invisible, but he has dreads, and he's cool, and they fight, and he's like, get to the chopper. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Steven Spielberg's Duke? Jurassic Park. Oh, man. They created dinosaurs, and they made a music park out of it, and they're like, nah, man, this is not cool because they're, they're dinosaurs, and you can't control them, and then shit goes crazy, and then, you know, life uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver. Oh, you know, uh, Travis Bickle, man. He's just, he's just got some stuff, got some issues to work through. He's not happy. He's, uh, he, he gets obsessed with this, this, this girl who's like a prostitute. And he, he, you know, he asks the ever important question of, are you looking to me? 
No, look, talking to me. I got it wrong. Are you talking to me? You talking to me? Are you looking and to then, me for advice? And then he, he gets in a gunfight and dies. Maybe. He doesn't die. He lives, unless he did. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Brian De Palma's Scarface. Oh, man, you know, Tony Montana. Isn't that his name? I don't know the names anymore. <laughs> you know, he he, yeah. he, he, he gets in the, in the drug business. He becomes a, a kingpin type guy, and he's like, hey, man, I can say hello to my little friend. You want to play rough? And then, and, then, okay. and, then, and then he does die. He dies very, very, very mm-hmm. much dead. Very much, very dead. Very, very dead. All right. And finally, Michael Mann's Heat. Oh, you know, we got we got Travis Pickle and Tony Montana in the same movie. <laughs> one's a cop, one's a one's a thief, and you know, they're both good at their jobs and they're like playing cat and mouse and they're like, Hey man, I respect you, but I also caught you and then one of them dies. <clears throat> and it's classic. So there are the nominees. There you go. That's this is our biggest category as well. So yep. Yep. <clears throat> Zach, you can go first. What is your yeah. selection for the Golden Oldie? Well, so <sighs> Again, always imp- in, 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 we're always improving here at BIIG Productions. Yes. Big, big prod. <laughs> <laughs> just came up with that on the sprout. On the sprout. On, you came up with that on the sprout? <laughs> on the sprout, yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the fan vote and then take First? that into consideration? Or do All we right, want let's to do it. Let's do it, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. It was a question. Let me yeah. pull this up. Also, I do want to have just a shout out to a couple ones that just missed the cut. This is the honorable honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, for me at least, we had Top Gun was was a close one. Yeah. And then Airplane was almost in there for me too. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. All right. The Golden Oldie. The Golden Oldie currently. Oh, it's a close one. It looks close between... So every film except for Predator got a vote. Poor Predator. <laughs> um, the winner is Heat. Heat, 67%. Uh, beat Jurassic Park by just a couple of votes. Okay. Um, okay. So Heat is the fan-voted um, golden oldie. Would you have to agree with that, Zach? I uh, yes, one hundred percent. Heat was my favorite uh, old film that we watched and reviewed this year. That I mean, it really it blew my mind. It was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was a good one. I'm gonna have to agree with you as well. This the poll is actually pretty accurate because Jurassic Park to me was a very close second. But okay. if I am honest with myself, and I which you should be, and I kind of forget about like. Um, nostalgia and that kind of stuff, then I think Heat beats it out for me. Mm-hmm. So there you go. The first ever award given out by this esteemed podcast goes to Heat. <laughs> we accept this award on behalf of Heat. <laughs> All right, it's time for the next one. The super spooky. All right, right now we're going to switch roles, okay? So now you yeah. do the, the movie in 10 seconds. Here mm-hmm. we go. And the nominees are... Oh, wait, I got to look up the directors because I want to <laughs> match your professionalism. <laughs> and I wasn't doing that. Hold on. Please pardon our... Do some playoff music. 
Smile, ready? It's the Golden Good Awards. <laughs> the first nominee is Parker Finn's Smile. All right, so you got someone who might be possessed by a demon. They might just be going crazy, but they see people smiling. People are killing themselves. She kills her own cat, and at the end, uh, it's it, she just dies. It's very, very not satisfying. <laughs> that might come into play later. The next nominee is Ari Aster's Hereditary. You got this family who, uh, they're the the matriarch of the family. The grandmother is is like a witch, and she's basically like doomed them all to to either get their heads cut off or become pieman, like like one of the like lieutenants of hell or something. Is that is that who pieman yeah. is? Right. Yep. Okay. Yep, cool. You're right. And it's it's creepy. It's a slow burn. It's not super jumpy, but it does have jumpy parts. It's a movie. Those are all true facts. Uh, the next is Zach Kreger's Barbarian. All right, so it's not what you think it is. You think it's going to be Bill Skarsgård as the bad guy. It turns out he actually gets his head fucking rocked, and <laughs> then uh, uh, the other two people in the movie have to drink out of uh, old woman's breast. But she might not be old because it's only been like 40 years since the flashback, and then she jumps off the building, and it's really funny looking, but it's a good movie. Wonderful. And then finally, we have David Gordon Green's Halloween Ends. All right, so if you're expecting a Halloween movie, don't don't do that. Um, it's it's like a, a nice, like cathartic, like how the impact of of uh, Michael Myers has has shaken up this city and how everyone's dealing with it. And then at the end, there's a nice cathartic release. It's a good, a good one. There you have it. Okay, now ready for the fan slash listener vote? Is it? I guess fan vote. Fan vote. <coughs> the the fan vote. I have an um, idea of which which film won. Okay. okay, which one, I think, which one I do think you think I know. it is? I think, I think people chose Smile because it's the jump one. It's, you know what I mean? Like it, and yeah. it was scary. Like I was in the theater and I was, yeah. I was frightened. Uh, you are correct. Smile edges out Hereditary by one okay. vote. One vote. Really? 45% of the vote goes to Smile. Um, every film got at least a vote, mind you. Okay. Um, so what about you? How would you... What's your choice? Or do you, do, do you want me to go first? Because now You go first. This yeah. was actually kind of tough for me because I had more fun. The, the overall experience for me, Smile, was great. I had a blast. But the ending of that movie really pulls the rug out from underneath you in a bad way, in the sense where like mm-hmm. it doesn't land. It's a very unsatisfying ending. And it <clears throat> undermines what the movie is even saying. So because of that, I can't give it the award. Okay. So I think for me, the scariest movie was Hereditary. Yeah, we can agree on that. I've been going back and forth between Hereditary and Barbarian, but I think Hereditary uh, <coughs> ekes this one out. Yeah, I Halloween mean, Ends. Yeah. So like for me, Halloween Ends was a very interesting film, and it was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't super scary. Um, and then Barbarian to me wasn't scary. It okay. had its moments. It was just more freaky. But to me, yeah. Hereditary, I will never forget the way that I felt sitting down here by myself. And as soon as it's the first time that you see 
the ghost of the grandmother, I was just like, done, nope, done, done. I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, whoa. I was just like, I'm scared. Don't yeah. want to do this. I don't want to watch this movie. So for me, it's definitely her- hereditary. Okay. Well, there you have it. So the fan award goes to Smile, but our official super spooky award goes to Hereditary. Hereditary. Um, I'm I'm making a note of these because I'm going to post them tomorrow. So the super spooky. Hereditary wins the award. Yes, they do. Hereditary. It's the Golden Good Awards. Do you know what, what's next? It's the Which Universe Is This? Which Universe Is This? This is the most tolerable comic book movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, or there's best. A, or best. To me, there's a very, very, very clear-cut winner. Well, okay, not very, 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 actually. There's two in here that I actually quite enjoyed. Uh, Zach, do you want to do the honors, and I'll give you some 10-second movies? Yeah, and the nominees are... Matt Reeves, the Batman. Okay, you know, we, we, we know this story. Bruce Wayne, he grows up, he's fighting crime in Gotham City, but he's like, he's, he's new. He's only been doing it for a couple of years, so he's like learning stuff. We have the Riddler and the Penguin and Gordon and Catwoman, and he's like, you know, the Riddler's like Saw, but also kind of like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Zodiac Killer. And then he catches him, but shit kind of goes south and Gotham gets flooded, and he's like, oh, I have to be more than fear. I have to be hope and also vengeance. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jaume Colette Sarah's Black Adam. I don't know oh, if I pronounced his name right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have uh, this dude. He was from ancient... Um, what's the country called? Kondok. Uh, you know, his son <laughs> yeah. becomes the hero, and then his son gives him his power, and his son gets killed, so he's all pissed off, and he kills everybody, and then he gets trapped with magic, but it's just The Rock being a superhero. He's being The Rock, and The Rock's doing stuff, and then he's flying stuff. It's very generic, but, you know, stuff happens. A really weird-looking demon guy comes out. They fight. Justice Society is there. They're cool, and then Henry Cavill comes back for five seconds, and that's all. And then, you know, nothing's going to happen from it because it's tight. Taika Waititi's Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, you know, Thor's back and he's making jokes, 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 jokes. We have some Guardians guys there. They're making jokes for five minutes. And then we have uh, Jane becomes Thor for a second. And they make more jokes. And then Christian Bale is a villain and he's a villain for, he's good. He's on screen for like five minutes. But then they make more jokes and then they're like, hey, funny. That's it. And Ryan Coogler's Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Uh, so, uh, T'Challa has passed away, um, in the story and we have a new threat. It's Namor. He finds, people find vibranium other places and Namor is like, hey, they're threatening us. And so there's this conflict between Wakanda and Namor, but also they're grieving T'Challa. But then, uh, then the queen mother dies and then Shiri has to become Black Panther and, uh, kind of go through this grieving process. And then they fight and Namor gets beat and they have this kind of weird truce. But then also we find out that T'Challa had a son and it's very moving, very touching. And it's a good tribute to him as well. I just received a note. Someone ran on stage and gave me a note that says the title of the movie is not Black Panther 2. It is simply Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So that's, that's my apologies. Yes. yes, yes. Thank you to that person who ran on stage because we are currently uh, live in an auditorium. Yes. Right now. Um, okay, cool. So this one was a uh, a uh, almost a sweep. 
Okay. Well, no, actually, maybe not. It was, but it was definitely like a, a landslide. A land. That's 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 the term I was looking for. It was a landslide. Seventy-seven um, percent of the vote went to the Batman. Well, we can agree on that. Yeah. In second place, we had uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and then Black Adam also received a vote. Thor received zero votes, zero percent. <laughs> that's that's on. Listen, we wanted to put four movies in this category. We were between Thor, Love and Thunder, or uh, Doctor Strange. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and we chose Thor because at least two of its jokes landed for us. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think this one's a pretty easy category. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, the Batman was just, in my opinion, even though I quite liked Black Black Panther um, as a film, the Batman mm-hmm. just felt different. It felt more intentional, more artistic, more like a film, it, in my opinion. It was a refreshing story, and and it, it it stands on its own merits. Whereas, and yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever was was a good movie. I think we can agree on that. But there's so many plot lines that feel like they exist just to set up more content for, for Disney to push out. Yeah. That that sort of uh, dilutes the pool for me, right? You know, it's funny. This is, and we, um, we can allow a little bit of space for some conversation. I'm not going to go too far off track, but a big talk in the DC world because of all the stuff that's been going on recently mm-hmm. is because, you know, we've already established that where they're rebooting everything. Most of, if not all, the actors are going to get recast, yada, yada, yada. Everyone's saying, okay, well, then the uh, the Flash, Aquaman, and Shazam 2 don't matter. Like, why should we watch those movies? And it's to your point, I think, where it's like, you know a movie can be good as a movie. Yeah. Right. And now we live in this really strange world where, like, it's like, oh, if it doesn't set up a franchise, it's not a good movie. That's for complete bullshit. And the Batman, while it does have some loose ends... Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it needs to connect to anything. It's a, just a good story. Um, but if it's connecting to anything, it's connecting to its own sequel, yes. right? It's not connecting to other DC properties that yeah. it's like, oh, check this out by s- subscribing to our streaming service. That's not what it's doing, yeah. right? But also, like, look at Black Adam. Its biggest moment was calling back to a different DC character. That doesn't make it a good movie. Mm-hmm. It makes it a good post credit scene, so... I agree with that. I think Black Panther uh, was good. I think it was a very fitting tribute to him. I think it was a good film, but I also was like, it was a little muddy, and there's some things that just kind of got thrown in there that weren't explained that were kind of, I don't know. It was, it just didn't, it felt, it still to me felt like, oh, this is just like, you know, when we're having this, when the Queen Mother dies and then they're being attacked and then five minutes later we have some like goofy joke i'm like this doesn't i don't need this you know it still feels like the the formula that makes sense yeah yeah for a movie to be about grief and then to also like ham fist in the uh the like over the top humor it doesn't really i mean it can work i mean it uh, it works in some places if a movie did that this year it was banshees of inishirin and it was hilarious yes true but um yeah I don't know. Uh, I I heard a theory, Hunter. Yes, let's hear it. This is about uh, Henry Cavill. And uh, so I heard a theory that, I mean, we know that The Rock essentially like bullied DC into including Henry Cavill in that cameo in the the post-credit scene. Went around executives, all that kind of stuff, yeah. 
and said, this is what's going to happen, essentially. And so they brought him back. Uh, the theory I heard was that James Gunn, James Gunn's removal of Henry Cavill from the DC universe was a political move, and it was him saying, the rock is not in charge here, I am. Wow. I could see that, but I also don't know if he's that Vin, like, got that much of a, of a like, vendetta, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because if that's the case, would he maybe not recast everybody else? Would he leave them and just take Henry Cavill out? Right. I don't. I don't know. But it's I. Just, it's, it's just something. But I, heard, I will right? say I don't think The Rock strong arming these like Warner Brothers. I don't think that helped. No, I don't it, think it helped by either. any means. But anyway, um, we can. I think there's something that we can agree on. If there's any movie this year that should get an award for sparking the most conversation, it would be Black Adam. Oh yeah. It's been oh my there's God. been stuff going back and forth since like February. We've been talking about this thing. Maybe <laughs> did maybe it, did it make money or did the Rock commit fraud? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> What's happening here? Oh uh, goodness! But yeah. So anyway, that's you know we're still in this time of comic book movies, but so as might as well just lean into it. But the Batman, I think, was the clear winner of this category. Mm-hmm. Mark this down. So the Batman. The Batman one. All right. So the now, which universe is this award? We get into our coveted three mm-hmm. uh, awards: the bronze, bad; the silver, sure, why not? And of course, the golden, good. So here we go. Next up is the bronze, bad, the worst film of the year, and this one was surprisingly tough, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So Zach, it's your turn for some ten second films. Here we go. Yeah. Let me let me let me look up uh directors and stuff. It's the Golden Good Awards. This category <laughs> is the bronze bad. All right, here we go. This is a film that maybe should have been nominated for the Golden Good, because it's the greatest film ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh we have Daniel Espinosa's Morbius. All right, it's Morbin time. So Jared Leto has a disease and he has a cane, but then he uh, injects like vampire blood into his system and now he doesn't need a cane anymore. He's super strong. But then one of the doctors from Doctor Who comes and he's like, I can do that too, but I'm going to be mean. And then they <laughs> fight and you can't really see the fight and that's the end of the movie. Perfect, amazing. Oh, wait, the Vulture's there somehow. Vult- vulture. <laughs> Q-, Q Vulture. Somehow. <coughs> Um, and now we have uh, another achievement in cinema, Tom Hooper's Cats. Thank all you, right, Wise so Mai. <laughs> thank you, Wise Mai. So there's all these uh, uh, humans that are in cat costumes. They had <laughs> hair folds that uh, looked like buttholes and vaginas, and they CGI'd all those out. They sing some songs, and then one of the cats gets harvested and sent to heaven <laughs> and then like brought back down. I guess they like... I don't know. Maybe they make like a cat sausage and just like put it back <laughs> in the skin, and then it's reborn into a new life. It's harvested. <laughs> oh, amazing! All right, then we have a film that was quite disappointing, in my opinion. Uh, Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, so this this is it's a Doctor Strange film, uh, but you think that you're going to be going to all these cool universes. You only only go to like three, and it's for like five seconds apiece. Uh, John Krasinski is is um, Elastic Boy, but then he gets <laughs> killed, and so does everyone else. 
Um, and at the end, uh, zombie zombie Doctor Strange helps normal Doctor Strange defeat Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah, and there's this giant like temple to Cthulhu that apparently has been there for eons, and it was built for Scarlet Witch, and it makes no sense whatsoever why it would be there. And she like quote unquote dies, but it's multiverse now, so no one really is dead. Right. All right, and then last we have once again the only film to be nominated twice, I believe, Taika Waititi's Thor: Love and Thunder. All right, so Thor is burnt out, but he decides to get back in shape and go like fuck up a bunch of owl people at this owl people planet. Then uh, his girlfriend has cancer, but she comes back, and uh, a really pale Christian Bale is like, I must defeat the gods. Uh, and Christian Bale's one of those gods, and like all the Asgardians, I guess, technically are. So they have to fight them, and all these kids are trapped on this planet, but they're not like killed or anything. They're just like there. It doesn't really make sense. Um, I'm not saying that we should be killing kids on, on, on the big screen, but like, it just doesn't make sense to me that he would just like, put powers. in a cage. Yeah, and it's black and white there. And it's just, it's, it's not satisfying. It's not a satisfying film at all. Mm. Okay, well, here we go. The bronze bad. The fan vote is in. Okay, okay. This one surprised me. What do you think it is? I, I think, well, it's going to be between Cats and Morbius, right? Like, it's between yes. those two. Uh, I think the people chose Morbius. The people did not choose Morbius. They chose cats. They chose cats. <laughs> cats got a 38% of the vote. Morbius got 31. Okay. And not far behind was Doctor Strange got 23%. Yeah, well, because it was a bad film. I find it interesting that that Doctor Strange um, has a higher rating, though, than Thor, because Doctor Strange is just not a good movie. Right. But cats, I cats, what? I find it interesting that Three of the four worst movies that we reviewed this year were all superhero movies or like anti-hero movies. Comic book, comic book movies. Comic book movies. Morbius is a superhero. He's a great superhero. <laughs> but he kills those people on the boat, Hunter. Yeah, that's true. He does. He does. All right, Zach. So what is your vote? Do you agree with the fans? I do, and here's why. <gasps> Both Morbius and Cats are awful, <laughs> awful films. But Morbius filled me with joy when I was watching it because <laughs> it was so bad. Like I, that was one of my favorite theater experiences was seeing Morbius in theater. I'm not being sarcastic. No, I know. I was like, there. I, I was, was with you. <laughs> I was literally laughing out loud in the theater. I loved it. Um, Cats was a struggle to get through. Okay, you know what? I have to, I think I have to agree with you. I think Morbius is objectively worse, and I'll tell you why. Okay, yeah. Because, and you should know this because you're the one, you're, you're, you're somebody who defended Cats. Whether you did it, I, well, you did it, ironically or not, you did defend Cats, and you actually made I some did. points. I did, I did. In Cats, there's a superb cast, but the the music, the singing, the, the performances are actually quite good, and they're, yeah. And they're really committed, and they're really in it. It's just that it looks so bad, and it's also so ridiculous that it doesn't translate to a movie that it makes it a terrible film. Morbius is just bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. The act all around story the, is bad. The, CGI yeah. is bad. It's the acting is bad. Look, you've got an Oscar winner in Jared Leto, and it's bad. The stupid, stupid, stupid post-credit scene that's just thrown in there makes absolutely it breaks the whole logic of the universe. 
both universes that it, it pulls from, the MCU and Sony's whatever universe. It's just terrible. But I have to agree with you in the sense that it was a blast to watch. Yeah, it was a blast was. to watch in theaters. And the I think the the, the point that hammers it home and makes it a, a, a choice that, that BIG will choose Cats is that Cats was, in fact, really tough to watch. I, I think I had to watch it in, like, two sittings. Yeah. So the 2022 Bronze Bad Award goes to Cats. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Sorry, Wise Mai. <laughs> the ugly cat. Memory all alone in the moon. Like I gotta have snot. Stop. Gotta have that Stop. snot. Gotta have that snot. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, there we have it. So all now right. we're moving on to the next the next category. The sh- the, the silver sure why not. Yep. Which is the most middle of the road, <laughs> not good, not bad. Mid. Just just mid uh film of the year. Yes. You wanna give me a song real quick? <coughs> introduce this category. This is the silver sure why not? It doesn't really matter, but it does. It's disappointing, but also kind of whatever. It's the okayest movie of the year. All right. <laughs> and the nominees for the silver sure why not are Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling. Okay, it's the 50s, man. We're in like a perfect little town. We got a big old cast. Harry Styles is there. Olivia Wilde's there. Uh, Chris, what's his name? Chris Pine is there. He gets spit on, maybe not. Uh, things are going great, but then Florence Pugh's like, wait a second, things aren't as they seem. What's going on? Turns out they're in like a virtual reality world, and she's been kind of kidnapped and held against a rail by real life Harry Styles, who's a little loser. Uh, and then she kills him in the, in the world, which he dies in real life, and then she escapes, maybe. And that's it. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Sorry, Ethan. So we have uh, it's the fifties again, sixties, whatever. Uh, it's we have uh, the folks in New York. It's we have the Puerto Ricans. Is that who it is? Puerto Ricans, and then the Sharks. Is that their name? I, I forgot their names. Anyway, they're dancing. Uh, it's like Romeo and Juliet. One falls in love with the other. There, it's like a forbidden love. And then they're dancing. They're dancing. They're dancing. And then there's this fight. And then. One of the guys kills the girl's brother, and then they get revenge, and then he dies in the street, and she's like, oh, no. And that's it. <laughs> the Russo's The Gray Man. Oh, God. Uh, we have Ryan Gosling and Crandits and Captain America, and but he's bad this time, and then they he's like, a, he's, he's like an assassin who, it's his job, and then the other guy's job is to kill the assassin, but he somehow survives everything, and he's just, you know, it's kind of outrageous. Um, and it, it is very gray. He's gray all the time. And I forget how that one ends. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. The guy, like, saves a girl, but Bob Thornton dies, and then the guy, like, has this drive, and he's like, I'm just kidding, I'm done. You guys are dishonorable people. And then Chris Evans dies with his bad and mustache. Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Uh, it's the Bob Dill days in the carnival, and we have Bradley Cooper, and he's traveling in the carnival, and... I don't remember much of this movie. <laughs> uh, he he just it's a long con. He's a con man. He and he's uh, a mentalist. He's a mentalist. That's right. He but it, he's a con man, and then he tricks uh, this guy into thinking that he can bring his wife back from the dead, and this dude gets his head blown off by a car, and then stuff happens. And does he die at the end? I don't remember if he dies at the end. No, he doesn't. He becomes the he becomes the. 
what's it called? What's the, the creature? Geek. The geek. He becomes the geek. It's yeah. It's I don't remember much about it. <laughs> it's been a long right. time. There, there, there. You have it. Uh, I'll say that just in remembering Nightmare Alley, I think it's above the other three films in the category. Yeah, for it's me, a little, for me personally, I thought th- you know now that I'm remembering it, it's a little better. Yeah, but. Something interesting, the last category, the bronze bad, three of the four films were comic book movies. In this category, three of the four films are either take place in the 40s or the 50s. So oh, Don't Worry wow. Darling and uh, uh, West Side Story are both like take place. Like Don't Worry Dar- Darling is like this 50s, like, I don't yep. know, like California, perfect little neighborhood yep. situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like like Nuketown from Call of Duty yes, kind of exactly. situation, right? Yep. And then West Side Story is also in the 50s, but like in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Then Nightmare Alley is in the 40s. And it yeah. But they all look so different stylistically, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, what's funny is that I, even though I remember the least about it, I actually think I like Nightmare Alley the most out of these. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Which means it, Which means it shouldn't get this award. Correct. Uh, we, we, we did have, I mentioned this earlier, we have some uh, honorable, honorable mentions. Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I actually almost put Elvis in this category. Yeah, which I would have been okay with. <sighs> Maybe talk about Elvis instead of Nightmare Alley. Maybe now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, so the fan vote. What do you think uh, won? I think the fans chose the Gray Man. They did. It was close though. Uh, Don't worry, darling, and West Side Story both had 27 percent of the vote. Nightmare okay. Alley did get a vote, got nine percent. And then okay. the gray man got thirty six percent of the vote. Um, I personally well, cool. agree. <laughs> the gray man was the yeah. most mid movie of the year. Yeah, because to me it wasn't anything new. I mean, other than that, I would have said like Black Adam because there's nothing new about him. It's a very generic to me, at least, yeah. a very generic action movie. It was fun. Like I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed Ryan Gosling's like dry humor in the movie. I think that was fine. And the action was entertaining, but in no way to me was it groundbreaking or like, Oh my God, look at this. And as their follow-up to Endgame, it was kind of disappointing too, because the Rooster brothers, you know, were the ones who helmed Endgame and infinity war. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would have to agree with the fans and say the gray man. Cool. About you? I, I agree. The gray man is probably the, it was between that or don't worry, darling for me. And I actually liked don't worry, darling. But it had a lot of controversy around it, and it, it it wasn't a great film. It was just a good film. Yeah. Um. But I don't think having controversy surrounding a movie would qualify it as being the most mid film. It's probably l- less mid because it's. I don't know. Yeah. It. Con- to me, that was <laughs> that one was very very disappointing. Okay. Yeah. I think it made some really stupid choices. <laughs> The the ending, the whole simulation thing, I did not, I was not a Dumb. fan of. Dumb. Okay, cool. Uh, Zach, do you have any th- any comments, anything, uh, before we go to our final and most prestigious award we got, uh, prior to wrapping up? Well, hold on. Uh, the the winner of the Silver Sure Why Not Oh, sorry, is yes. Uh, the Gray the Man. The Gray Man. The Gray Man. There he is. We got Ryan Gosling. So here's, here's Ryan Gosling telling us about, uh, or giving his acceptance speech. Hey, it's Ryan Gosling. Thanks. There he is, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Amazing. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for coming. We'll send the check in the mail. Perfect. <laughs> you get $3. Yeah. Um, cool. 
Well, here we go. Are you ready, sir? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The nominees for the Golden Good are... Oh, wait, let me get... <laughs> Martin McDonough's The Banshees of Inishirin. Feckin' feck. We've <laughs> got... Uh, I thought we were we were mates, but we're not because you don't you just don't like me anymore. <laughs> and my sister's leaving, and my 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 donkey's dead, and I'm gonna burn your feckin' house down. <laughs> and meanwhile, my best my other best feckin' friend killed himself in the in the lake. There but it's go. way better than that. Way better yeah. than that little ten second s- script thing. Hold on, I'm trying to listen to a clip of how to say this guy's name. Okay. There they are. So I'm looking up at the good. director of Drive My Car, and I can't pronounce it. Um, I'm going to do my best, though. The next nominee for The Golden Good is Ryusuke Hamaguchi's Drive My Car. Okay, so you have... He's like a, a playwright or a director, and, but he finds his wife cheating on him. So he gets this opportunity to direct this play, and he has this driver that drives him around, and they're both dealing with like the the uh, fallout of their past, and it really culminates in this beautiful. Like they get closer and closer as the movie goes on. At the end, there's this beautiful cathartic scene where they like drive out to like her mom's house, which is like destroyed, and it's just it's a very cathartic movie. It's very I I, I loved it. <clears throat> the next nominee for the Golden Good is S S Rajamuli's R R R. Fuck the imperialists. <laughs> We're gonna fuck them all up. We're gonna. You got two badasses. One of them is actually like uh, 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 working for like the the British like police or whatever, right? And he beats the shit out of an entire crowd of people, just like uh, demolishes them. And then you got the other guy who is trying to like liberate India from from the the the. Uh, the British, the Brits, and it's just oh, it's so badass. There's this scene where all these animals like jump out of the side of the cart, and he's got the like spears, and he's just like, Ugh! it is. You will be blown away if you watch this film. Absolutely, you you have no idea what you're getting into, and you're gonna love it. Facts. Okay. The next nominee for the Golden Goods, for the Golden Good Award. I'm not good at this. Is the Daniels, a.k.a. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Sh- Scheinert, everything, everywhere, all at once. All right, so we got googly eyes all over the place. Uh, we have this mother who, it's really a story about a mother and her daughter and their love for one another, even though it's a very complicated relationship. And across all the different universes and across all the different outcomes, they got fucking sausage fingers. They're rocks with googly eyes on them. There's just, there's so many things going on. Uh they, the power of love prevails. It was this really touching scene where uh, both she and her husband in the main universe, but not her husband in this other universe, are like, are talking about like, you know, if I could choose again, I would choose you, but not in this life. And it makes me tear up every time I watch it. That's when he says like, uh, I'd love to like do laundry with you. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was like, bro. Yep, because she because she's like famous and a star in that, and she's like, I right. don't want to just do laundry. He's like, I would have loved to have done laundry with you. And he's he's 
steals a show, man. Like his his like when when it turns and he's like the like one of the linchpins. Mm-hmm. He's just like just love people. I was like, bro, man. That's Wayman. Wayman. Wayman is 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 my favorite character of any movie that we watched this entire year. He's my favorite character. Also, that the that um, episode born it bore the. We got a good one in today. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it did. And the final. No, no, no. It was. No, it was the. It was the week right before that because then it was really funny. Oh, okay. Because the very you're next right. week you're there's so a movie right. that had butt plugs in it. <laughs> you're so right. You're right. You're right. I'll never forget that. Um, the final nominee for the Golden Good Award is Robert mm-hmm. Eggers' The Northman. Okay, so you've got your your cla- maybe not classic. This movie is just badass. You've got this guy who his his father is the king, and he gets killed by his brother, the the main character's uncle. So he's like exiled, or he just leaves, and he like gets super fucking strong, and he comes back, and he just kicks ass, and uh uh. Uh, what's her name? Bjorn? Bjork? Yeah, Bjork. <laughs> the singer? Yeah, she's the, she's the like, sage lady. Oh, yes, yes, you're who, so like, right. Who, like, tells him, the, like, what he's going to do. The seeress. And, yeah, the seeress. And, and, and she, like, tells him what needs to be done. Meanwhile, you have, is it, it's Anya Taylor-Joy, right? I just Olga, sure. yeah, Olga. Yeah, Olga. And and they're just like this badass power couple. And then at the end, they're like at the fucking volcano, and he like cuts his head off while dude stabs him at the same time. And it's just oh, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. badass film of the year by far. Uh, hold on, uh, uh, maybe Top Gun Maverick. That was also pretty badass. That being said, those are our nominees. Yes, yes. Okay, this was also, as you would call, a landslide. Was it? Yes. For the fan up. vote? For the fan vote. Uh, Banshees of Inishirin and Drive My Car did not receive a single vote. That... Which is this... Which, look, here's they the They deserve a vote, okay? Here's the thing. <laughs> Every film in this category is yeah. phenomenal. Is absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Um, to me... Well, we can do us later. 92% of the vote went to Everything Everywhere All at Once. And there you have it, because that film, that's one of my favorite films I've ever seen. Yeah, RRR and The Northman got, got some votes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram kind of messed up. I didn't realize they could only do four four options on a poll, yeah. so I had to like do two slides. But you can see um, the, the number of votes, or do you just see percentages? Yes. Well, both, but I can see the actual number of votes, too. And okay. um, so not only did Everything Everywhere Other Ones get the most votes, but on the second slide the option that says a movie on the previous slide got the most votes. So I would imagine okay. that it got even more. Um, well, no, because people voted on the first twice, one. And then, yeah, voted twice. You know. um, so, yes, everything, everywhere, all at once, a massive landslide victory in this category for the fans. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'll go first, I will agree with them, but it's not a massive landslide. No, it's not a massive landslide because all of these movies are incredible in their own yeah. right. To me, um, to me, actually, the weakest one, at least in my opinion, was The Northman. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great movie. I think it's really a uh, fascinating film. It's a badass movie. Um, but RRR blew my mind completely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drive My Car, I very well m- might have teared up during it. Um, was incredible. 
Yeah. Banshees, I freaking loved. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But everything, everywhere, all at once, the total package, theater experience when we saw it, was probably some of the most, probably the most fun I've had in a movie theater probably at, ever. I laughed harder than I probably ever laughed at a movie, and I also like was on the verge of tears. I not laughed- and, and and not from laughing, like from like pure emotion. I laughed so hard I was crying, and then I cried. Yeah. I also was, went and saw Everything Everywhere All at Once three times really? in theaters. Three. Did it hold, and, and did it hold up each time? And I own it on uh, uh, Blu-ray. Yeah, I haven't seen it since then, it, actually. It got better. It was better the second time. Really? I knew, even though I knew it was going to happen, like it's just it's a, it's, a, it's an incredible film. It really is. Yeah, that movie was an absolute masterpiece. That movie mm-hmm. was it blew my, my mind in every single possible way. I think if if... If our most high energy episode in our first year, 2021, was uh, uh, Shazam, <laughs> I think that our most high energy episode this year was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. But every 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 metric. Let us be is, clear. We're not comparing those two films. <laughs> no, we're not. No, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, that it was a joy to talk about as well. Oh, right? yeah. It was a blast. That was that movie to to me, even though I said it's not a landslide, it is still the clear winner in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The best movie that I that I maybe have ever seen. Well, there you have that, it. That's one of the best movies that I've ever seen. Period. Well, and there you go. The, there she is. The winner of the 2022 first ever Golden Good Award is Everything Everywhere All at Once. We're yeah. Clap. <laughs> I'm gonna insert some like od- some like audience clapping <laughs> into the yeah. final audio. We're looking forward to the sequel. Uh, nothing, nowhere, uh, spread out over time. <laughs> and we're looking forward to the new year. Um, yeah, I'm excited. This was a, this was this was a lot of fun. It was. Um, it and was. we hope to we hope to keep growing next year. Um, we will be taking two weeks off though. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't listened, we'll be, I'll I'll be active on Instagram. We'll be kind of keeping everybody up, updated. But um, I'm looking at the calendar. Our first so episode. You can you can look out for our first episode on January 16th. There we go. Perfect. January 16th, and we We're will be still going to be able to fit three episodes into January. So yeah, nice. We'll be releasing that schedule um, mm-hmm. here in the next probably next week or two. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's been a good year. Thank you guys for a wonderful year. Thank you guys for always listening. Uh, and thank you especially to our friend in New South Wales. Peter. Peter. <laughs> thank you, Peter. Peter. Oh, man. Anything else to add before we wrap up this mon- uh, m- monumentous show occasion? Monumentous? Is that how you say it? Would it be like either monumental or momentous? I'm just trying to inbreviate this moment with you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All I. Right. I'm good. Well, thank you guys for always listening, and we'll see you guys in 2023. Stay beautiful. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.